The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Tax is one of the things I'm going to talk to Charlie Weston, the personal finance editor of the Irish Independent about, because you've been looking at a claim that some people want higher relief restored for spending on medicines and then going to the doctor. So I'm sure a lot of people wonder, what tax relief? Yeah, well, that's the problem, Matt. An awful lot of people do not claim the tax relief you're entitled to for spending on GPs, prescription medicines, consultants. You can get 20% back. Uh, if if you submit your application to to revenue and they make it quite easy, you can do it on your mobile. So, so if you have an eighty euro visit to the GP, you can claim sixteen euro back on the tax. Exactly. If it if it ends up being you know, like a thousand euros a year, which it could be in a family, you know, you're due two hundred euros back. Now that used to be you were able to get forty percent back, so you could have got four hundred euros back in two thousand and nine around the time of the austerity budgets. This the tax relief you got on uh, health spending, you know, medicine spending and, and, and GP and consultant spending was cut from 40%. The tax relief was cut from 40% to 20%. So that was a big hit. And uh, there was a very, a very interesting survey done by taxback.com and they asked people, look, at, do you want to see it restored back to 40%? And half of those 2,000 people that they asked said, yeah, good idea to bring it back to that. Because as you know, you'll pay about 80 euros to go to a GP and then add in at least 20 euros for the prescription. You're, you're, you know, one visit to a GP, you're talking 100 euros. Uh, so it can be very expensive for families. Okay, when you're claiming the tax back, do you do it each individual time or do you collect all of your receipts for the year and do it year end? It's probably easier to do it, to collect them all for a year. And you can go back four years. If you haven't done this for four years, you can go back the four years. If you can't find the receipts, go into the pharmacist and say, could you print me down the receipts uh, that I've, you know, in the last four years? Or the GP will do that for you as well. So you need to keep the receipts. You don't need to submit the receipts, but you just need to have them in case they come to, to check and, and is it only sure. for visits to the GP what if you go to a private medical consultant yeah it, it covers that as well it, it covers any reimbursed kind of um, expenditure you know there's certain amounts of dental stuff that's not and most of the dental stuff is not covered but you know GPs a consultant swift care clinic or you know um, and prescriptions you know, prescriptions are obviously very expensive and of course there is a sort of a limit per month isn't there on the amount it's about 80 euro that you pay in prescriptions if you need medication above the 80 euro mm. that is not charged to you yeah. at, the, at the pharmacy yeah you can register for this drug payment scheme and the state picks up the rest so if you've you know if you have heavy reliance on medicine you need a lot of medicine that, that that scheme is very good you know and people sign up for that I and mean, the pharmacists are very good about sanity as well they prompt you and say look you should sign up for this and they'll make it easy for you okay but if you're in a situation whereby you claim the tax back, can you do that if you've already maybe claimed some of them back, back from your private health insurer no. under the plan you're on? No, I mean, you probably, you know, some health insurance plans, you'll get back half of the costs on these, um, you know, medicines and GPs. But uh, you, you you can only claim back what's what hasn't been reimbursed to you. So if you've got some of it back from your health insurer, that you discard that amount. That doesn't, you can't you make can it, claim you can't balance, claim on the double. You? you can claim on the balance. And, and I suppose the argument argument being made, Matt, for, by, by some people is, hold on a minute here, you know, we, we, this is hitting the middle-income people, the people who pay for everything. There's about 1.6 million medical cards out there, 1.6 million. I double you also have your the, GP payment scheme now as well, so a lot of people are getting free GP care. Well, that's going to be close to 600,000 people by the end of the year. I, I double-checked again with, with, with the Department of Health. So that's nearly 2.2 million people who are not paying for GP care and with the medical car people, they get the prescriptions as well. 
also the others are being hit hard by uh, 80 euros a pop so they're saying well, hold on a minute here we used to get much more generous tax relief for the spending on health it's not it's not a discretionary thing it's not something you can kind of say oh I won't do it this month if you if you're dependent on a prescription you have to keep getting it so you know it it it's it's it, it, it's something people are, are interested yeah, in getting listen here once now can you claim for costs when your children attend the doctor yeah yeah no it's for the family it's you know for the you family. put it in for the whole family you know that's why I say a whole family could easily rack up a thousand euros a year between GPs prescriptions you know uh, yeah and kids when kids you know are sick you don't you don't hold back there you bring but them down to the we GP we have a listener here Frank says it's not at all easy you now have to scan and submit every prescription and receipt one by one that's for the health insurance claims he's talking about now that's not the case with revenue uh-huh. I'm talking about claiming back from revenue here uh, yeah but if you're claiming back for your health insurer they'll want you to scan each receipt and they, they, they make it a nightmare. For example, in VHI's case, each adult in the house will have to separately submit their... their uh, so I just can't do it on behalf of my adult daughter or my wife. I, my wife has to do her receipts. I have to do mine and my adult daughters have to do theirs. So they make it difficult. Now, I'm talking here about revenue, uh, tax relief from the state, essentially. You do it through revenue. Uh, you total up the prescription spending, the GP spending, the spending on consultants. You, you get a, a, a big figure, you get the main figure, the total figure, and you put that in and you can get 20% back off that in tax relief from the tax man. Okay. Uh, I want to ask you about local authority mortgages. Are there many people with local authority mortgages, do you reckon? They're not huge, Martin. It's a bit of a niche thing. I mean, and the, the idea here is it's, it's an option for people who who kind of get caught. They, they're, you know, they're earning too much to qualify for social housing if you could get a social house. And they're not earning enough to get a conventional mortgage, you know. Uh, so, you know, basically the local authority will give you a mortgage if, if you qualify. Now, there's income limits on this, you know, for a single person. You can't have a gross income income of more than 70,000, a couple 85,000. But you can get a, a mortgage uh, from the local authority if you qualify. And the, the rates were very good. They were long term. They were great rates. You could go, could have got a 25 year up to recently for 3.35. Out of the blue last week, they increased the rates and it was a huge increase in the rates. And people are complaining they got very little notice of this. So they weren't able to, you know, people who were very near to drawing down a mortgage. For the, from the local authority weren't able to get into their solicitor and quickly sort it out. So they've been hit with, with rates now that have gone to 4%. Uh, a bit of a big hike. And it was raised questions about, you know, what, you know, was there any need for the state to raise its mortgage rates like to that extent? The state seems to be making a big, you know, big, big hit on this. You know, it seems like a very big increase. Now, I asked the Department of Housing about this and they said, look, at it's market developments. The, you know, the, the, it's more expensive to raise money for the state. Uh, so they have to raise the rates. And, you know, the state is raising money and it's a bit more expensive, but it's not quite that much. Okay. Um, somebody, there's a lot of listeners getting in touch, Charlie, about the uh, medical receipts, saying the Revenue have now decided that all receipts actually have to be uploaded separately. Well, it's changed recently. Well, I, yeah, it must be changed recently. But, you know, I, 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 I did a tax return recently for some extra non-PAY income I had, and I didn't have to load in receipts one by one. I have all the receipts, but that is extremely time-consuming if they're demanding that. It would be, and it would put people off. See, so I reckon of a would. lot of people, and a lot of people lose receipts. So you maybe have to go back to your doctor and ask, "How many times have I been there with you?" And they will give you year? that. They will give, give you that information. Yeah. Plus, you know, a lot of people just do not want to interact with revenue. Uh, they're afraid it'll just generate a bill, uh, or you know, uh, there's a real reluctance. Six out of ten people don't claim uh, medical expenses, uh, tax relief. 
Okay. Another listener says now 100 euro a month on medications with the DPS card. I thought it was 80. Uh, it did change. It changes in every budget. They tend to change the threshold. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, one final one. Tell us about um, the CAMD Alliance for Insurance Reform and its concerns that prices are not dropping despite the fact that there's lower payouts and insurance claims. Yeah, everything's going smoothly for the insurers. You know, they've got every big reform they've wanted but and, you know, some of the big reforms are starting to feed through. The, the judicial guidelines on, on the level of payouts in damages awards were reduced radically uh, in the last two years and this is starting to feed through and far fewer claims come through and a massive saving, about 36 million euros uh, fall in the value of awards last year They've also got other things gone their way. There's a there's a dedicated guard of insurance fraud units. There's been changes to the personal injuries assessment board. So everything they have wanted, they've got. But premiums ain't falling. So they're treating us as patsies here, Matt, I'm afraid. We're being taken for a ride by insurance companies. It really is time. We saw bigger falls in motor insurance and actually house insurance is going up and businesses are still struggling to get insurance at, at, at affordable levels. So, you know, as usual, the insurers are taking the mickey here, Matt, and it isn't good enough. It Maybe maybe there should be a levy on insurers in, in the budget to put a bit of manners on them. Do we have a regulator for the sector? We have the central bank with regulates, but they don't get involved in pricing, unfortunately. Again, we have, you know, regulators, which are lapdogs, really, in this country. This is, you know, this is outrageous. It looks like insurers are pocketing the savings that they're getting and they're from lower payouts, and they're not passing it on to drivers and to homeowners and people who need insurance. Charlie Weston, Personal Finance Editor of the Irish Independent. Thank you. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.